So Ben Blackledge is the uh, the CEO, Chief Executive Officer of World Skills UK. Ben, when we hear things like World Skills Finals and Oldham, mm. those words don't necessarily are not to be heard in the same sentence, but. Uh, this is something really exciting for the town, isn't it? I think it is. It is really exciting. And I think it is important to think about actually the link between Oldham and world skills. If, if you are creating highly skilled young people in Oldham, which for all I've seen you absolutely are, then that is a, a currency that is relevant across the world. And so actually there is a direct link between what's happening locally here and both making sure the UK compete, keeps being internationally competitive, but also those young people, those students you're training, then can go around the world and say, look, I've got this skill set, I'm valuable, this is the things have been developed, both from a technical point of view, but also what they can bring in a broader sense to any employer. So I agree, probably in the, in the past hasn't been, but I think there absolutely is a direct link to what's going on here in Oldham and kind of world skills and how that happens. For the benefit of, of listeners who perhaps don't know what world skills is, and I must admit I didn't until this morning, um, a quick synopsis. So the easiest way to describe it is it's the Skills Olympics. So it happens every two years internationally. So 86 members from around the world go and compete in a chosen skill across 50 different disciplines, everything from web design through to hairdressing, through to landscape gardening, through to bricklaying. Um, and, and what we do as WorldSkills UK is we look at how do we run that similar kind of thing in the UK? So how do we get the best of the best and really celebrate them in a technical route? But also then, how do we make sure that that has an impact on the grassroots? So in the same way that the World Cup or the Olympics has an impact on those who are, who are doing running or who are doing things at a local level, that then should be something that then feeds back into the amazing tutors and teachers and trainers in colleges and training providers. Um, it should also feed through to methods and approaches to teaching these skills to these young people. So as a charity, we're about two things. One is about celebrating technical education and all the things it can do and all the opportunities it can open. And secondly is how do we make sure that we keep improving the quality of teaching and we invest in the learners who are delivering that. So how long has World Skills been in operation? You say it's a charity, mm -hmm. uh, and I guess therefore it relies on, on, on funding of some way or another. So what, what's the sort of background to it? How long has it been embedded as part of that kind of educational curriculum and so on? Yeah, so as, a, as an organisation, we competed for the first time in 1953. Oh, wow. So it's, so it's really? Yeah, so it's 70 years old this year. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. I look You're good wearing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <but laughs> Sorry. Um, good for ready. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and so as an organisation, over the last 10 years, we've really, um, I guess, looked at our focus from from that competition to look at what does that mean for everything? How do we leverage that value back to the UK? And so we're government funded, um, both in terms of DfE, but also from around the four nations. So we are a truly UK-wide organisation. And we also have big investment from, from employers, um, uh, both in terms of cash and value in kind. Really, people are really invested in terms of what we're doing and how, how we're doing it. But that is really something that we want to be... Uh, an organisation that's there to support the sector. We're not here to say, here are all the answers. We're here to say, look, we've got this amazing network of, of countries around the, around the world, 86 of them. We've got this amazing network in the UK of really high-performing institutions. Actually, how do we make sure we bring those people together for the benefit of everybody? So our students here at Oldham College, um, in an arguably deprived area of the, the country, uh, we can see on the screens now, with like a bit of a big brother scenario, you know, they're, 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 they're working hard in the various disciplines, landscaping and plumbing and, and electrics and things like that. These are all really hands-on essential bread and butter skills which 
people look to, to, to sort of uh, using at some point in their lives. But as far as the students go themselves, what, looking through their eyes, what did they achieve from it, do you feel, um, moving forward as they sort of escape college, that's the yeah, right word, yeah, yeah. move into the wider world of work? What's, what's the kind of future like for them, having got this kind of portfolio of expertise behind them. Yeah, so we, we had an open uh, welcome reception yesterday at, at Trafford College actually and we heard from a couple of um, ex-competitors and one of them was talking about the fact that when they started this process, so they were electrical installation um, engineer, um, they had no confidence, they didn't know how to talk to people, they didn't think they were very good at anything and actually the route that they went through and, and in terms of being part of the competitions really both honed their technical ability but also gave them that sense of confidence and then when they went to interviews even if like yourself you don't know what world skills uk is it's a brilliant talking point it's a brilliant point of difference in terms of saying actually look yeah i've done the course and i've got the qualification but actually i've i've performed that qualification and that skill under pressure at a high level and actually look I've, i can compare myself to others so it gives you a sense of pride about what you've done and, and i think from my point of view and I've, and I've been involved for about nine years working with lots of different young people a lot of the young people that we're talking to and are involved in the competitions haven't ever been told they're good at anything before and actually they are they're phenomenally talented they've got phenomenal potential they've got so much to give and so i think for me and, and whether it is at Oldham where you run colleges uh, um, competitions between each other within the college whether it's the regionals whether it's the national whether it is going to leon in 2024 and competing for your country each of those steps has, a, in my opinion and from my conversations, a profound effect on a sense of worth and a sense of understanding about the quality and the, the value that people can bring. So, as you can tell, hopefully, I cannot speak highly enough. And, and the more we can get colleges to understand this is not just about those that are coming to compete nationally, but it's about the whole college, the more people can have a, a positive influence from that and take that on into their career. Absolutely fascinating to learn what great talent there is and that the fact that Oldham is not overlooked no. on the landscape. Nice to talk to you, Ben. Thank you too. Thank you very much. Uh, Jessica Criswell is with me, who's the Vice Principal of Oldham College. Um, gone are the days, dare I say, Jess, of the old Oldham tech. It's no longer that. This is an entirely different beast. Uh, we've just heard from Ben about the World Skills UK Finals. What does it mean, as kind of somebody on the SLT here at college, to the kudos and the reputation of this establishment? I think the great thing about World Skills is that you are benchmarking your practical skills against sort of national and international standards. And I think that's what World Skills gives to us. It's, uh, it's making sure that our students are excelling, uh, they're practicing, they're competing at those sorts of levels. And so bringing that back into sort of the Oldham community, uh, bringing that back into the college and setting that as a standard right across all of our courses is really important. So reputationally, of course, that's really important. Like today, we've been able to talk to employers about this. We've been able to talk about the standards that our students achieve, our apprentices achieve as well. Um, so it's been, you know, fantastic the college, for the college in terms of our reputation and in terms of our um, means of being able to promote ourselves as well. I and I kind of get the impression, Jess, that it's not a case of do as I say, not as I do, because your your whole team here, the staff, uh, are very much on board with this. Yes. They too are, if you like, world skills Olympians, yes. uh, because they've had all the training to, yes. to to do. That surely must make for a great team dynamic amongst 
sort of staff and students and peers and so yeah. on? Oh, that, that has been one of the real bonuses of all of this and possibly something we didn't recognise to begin with was going to be an outcome of this. <clears throat> but we've uh, been involved in the Centre of Excellence, which is um, a teaching and learning programme, really. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've made sure that we've mixed staff up right across the college in, in those CPD sessions. So, you know, they, they have found out about the way that, you know, people assess in hair and beauty. They found out about the way that people assess in brickwork or in carpentry and joinery or in law, whatever it might be. Uh, and I think that sort of mixing up has been absolutely fantastic and that's created a sort of camaraderie uh, with the staff as well, which has been, you know, a great bonus, as I say, as part of the World Skills Programme. And I suppose the one obvious conclusion that one can derive from this is the fact that no student should be left behind or at least, uh, as Ben said, you know, there has been this occasional preconception that, you know, some students are more motivated than others, shall we say. Um, this kind of drives that out of the water, doesn't it? It does. Uh, I mean, our premise for this is very much that uh, every student uh, is included and participates in this. Uh, it's absolutely not just about the competitions. For us, actually, the competitions are a bit of a sort of um, uh, other output of this. Um, for us, it's about uh, making sure that all students are included in, <coughs> excuse me, in sort of internal competitions, and that's every single student. So we do that by course. Um, and so they have a go at seeing how they excel in those sorts of situations, you know, under sort of time restrictions, under sort of, you know, critical sort of uh, assessment sort of guidelines around what they have to achieve within a certain amount of time, so which has been really important for them in terms of building their confidence as well, which has been great. It's fascinating. I, again, forgive my complete ignorance on this. I didn't know world skills existed, least of all here in Oldham, but yeah. uh, it's great to see yet another landmark yeah. in our great town at this this developmental time yeah. as we are in. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks. We've just come outside of the, the nice presentation room there here at Oldham College and Stuart from Rowan Ashworth uh, is, uh, is with me, who is, I suppose, one of the end users of this this campaign, this this product, if you want to put it like that. From your point of view, Stuart, when you're interviewing young people who come through the door wanting a job, um, if they have this world skills accreditation or experience of it, is that going to be in very much in their favour? Absolutely, yeah. Um, we're always looking for, for young talent and um, there's, a, there's a pool of um, young talent, it's definitely in Oldham, and um, yeah, we want to uh, explore um, the the best. Effectively, you want the best, and 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 how you know the the world skills will uh, just define them different from from the rest. Really, we've just literally walked into the construction centre now at, at the college. I mean, this. Uh, do you, do you get excited like coming to these places, thinking what's the next next generation of uh, of students going to be, be turning out in the industry? Uh, no, it fills me with dread because it <laughs> it, it, um, it reminds me of when um, when I came to Oldham College and, uh, and and been through it many many years ago. But uh, but yeah, the, the the facilities that they've got here is far superior to when when I went through the system. Um, and you know, if they can't learn and thrive in this environment, they, they never will. So Tom is here uh, in the uh, the electrical challenge, the task. Um, it's a, you've been in this position yourself, haven't you? Apparently, Tom. Yeah. So <laughs> well, I've one of the competitors. Times. Yeah, I've got here. I competed here three times, and I got into Squad UK. Yeah. Wow. 
So I'm currently coaching at the minute. So I've got a student, Ben Gillen, who uh, works for the company I work for, which I've been training. But yeah, it's looking really good. Everyone's pretty close. Can't really call it at the minute. Because, I mean, just for the benefit of radio, and that's what we, we are, of course, it's a series of, what, half a dozen or so um, booths, partitions, and I suppose also just empty at the start of the challenge, and, and the students have to follow a plan to complete a task. Yeah, in so, a nutshell. so basically they get given a 2.4 metre wide booth with two stabs out either side that are about a metre, and uh, they get a drawing with the locations. They've got a basically wire everything, mount everything off the datum lines within two mil. They've got to install conduit, plastic trunking, FP200, armoured, twin and earth. So that there's quite a lot for them to do here. Uh, for all apprentices, they've got to have a really good skill level to do this high. So how long is it from start to finish for the, uh, for the so, task? So this build is 14 hours, including a solar PV task. So downstairs they have to go and install solar panels onto a house grid which is marked by somebody else by the NIC. I, I, and I noticed sort of just standing back and, and, and looking and, and listening that each of the finalists, um, am I right in saying they sort of tend to approach it in a slightly different way? I'm, in, me being a layman, I can see a bit of white conduit over there that's on that one but not on that one. Is it entirely up to the individual how they, they sort of end, achieve the end product as it were? Yeah, so, so as long as you, you build that build at the end of doesn't the four, it do. doesn't matter so it all comes down to the way you've planned and the way you've trained so we'll know certain people are faster at conduit some people are faster at clipping so they'll decide to do each one in a different time frame depending on what suits their needs because obviously at the end of the day they're going to do what suits them best rather than what the guy next to them's doing so you've just got a plan that's the main thing and I suppose looking at this sort of years down the line or a little while further down the line when these young people go out into the the workplace and they've got these skills which have been accredited and challenged and monitored and evaluated does that give therefore a lot of confidence to a consumer who wants a house rewire for example so so these guys themselves now will have a different skill set to a lot of other apprentices they would have had a lot of different training extra training which will give themselves confidence as well within their own work so they work, they'll, they'll back themselves when they go to do a job or they're asked to do a job because they know they've got the skill set to do it. So as an employer, you'll think of these employees as like a vital part of your company because they'll, they've got so many different skill sets to other people. So we've moved now from electrics to a kind of associated skill, uh, that of plumbing. Ah, you see, gone are the days of patching it up with a bit of old... Uh, what was it called, that tape that they used to use, the white tape? You, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Tracy's here, who's one of the judges for World Skills. Um, I mean, how would you become a judge, first of all, Tracy? Um, this question. Well, basically, many years ago, my, my boss sort of was um, you know, invited down as part of one of the sponsors um, to actually sort of like, you know, look at the competitions. And um, it happened to be an opening for a judge at that point. And so... They asked if uh, you know if I would be interested because of especially sort of trying to promote the diversity of the the whole uh, trade because it's not just you know anybody can do the trade uh, you know plumbing and that so it was nice to have a female judge they thought um, 
So I went along, and uh, 12 years later, I'm still here. <laughs> you, 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 they can't get rid of you. So, so the students here, uh, again, rather like the electrical task next door, are given a, a certain project to complete within a certain time frame. What, what do they have to do in this case? Trent? Right. This, the first module they're doing at the moment is basically the heat, the hot and cold um, water supplies. So they've got the unvented cylinder, yeah. so they'll pipe from that through to the um, hot and cold for you know, the uh, basin and of course a shower. So that's the first part of the, uh, uh, the, the test that they'll be doing. So we'll test them on that, they'll pressure test it, make sure it's all you know, leak free. And then once they've completed that side, they'll then move on to the heating. So the heating, they'll have the, heat, the pipes going underneath where the hot water and that you can see there. Yep. That'll go over to the uh, boiler itself. And on the diagram, what, they, what they've got to do is they've, they've been given the task of doing two designer radiators made out of copper pipe. Really? So oh, it, right. one looks like a bit of an S shape and one looks like a, a double square. So they have to make um, like effectively like a towel warmer almost, yeah, yeah. but in, in copper pipe. So it, it just adds to the element of giving us something to sort of see visually that could be you know, done in somebody's house, but also it, it just gives a bit more element to the competition as to you know, who can bend the, the pipe best you know, and, and more accurately, because it's all within two millimetres. Oh my goodness. Two degrees um, so for the bends. That determines first and second place? Almost. It can do. Wow. The biggest part that actually determines is the soldering. On the soldering, uh, each joint that they do, it has to be very accurate in a one-touch solder, so you can see one touch point on from the solder itself. Solder visible all the way around the joint. No little runs or blobs of solder everywhere and things like that. It's got to be a nice, clean joint. And um, it, it's quite a, a task to do that alone. So that can be, you know, the difference between first and second place because that goes down to a third of a point because you know one one fitting is measured out of three <laughs> i imagine i mean looking at some of the 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 equipment here it's obviously supplied by your uh, very generous sponsors oh, i'm yes. looking at these boilers on on the oh, wall yes. here i mean they, these are these are not any just old uh, old banger of a boiler are they no, these are no, state of the art these are the brand new boilers that worcester have produced um you know so these are green you know took over a lot of people have like say you know um, modern boilers but these ones are like you say state of the art they've got the um, digital display on the front and everything but they're all condensing boilers so they operate at the most efficient manner that they can um, so yeah the, the, the manufacturers have really come up trumps with us so uh, even the um, unvented cylinders for the hot water they're the latest cylinders that they've uh, given to us for the competitions just so we, we can showcase the new products that are coming out. I don't envy you in your role as a judge, Tracy. I mean, all <laughs> these factors and things to consider. Yeah. Um, and, well, um, I'd better let you get back to casting your eagle eye on these very talented young people. Thank Brilliant. You. Thank yeah, you very much. The best in the country. Lady with me now is Coral Granger. Now, it says Oldham College staff. Well, you're much more than that, aren't you, Coral? <laughs> Oh, well, thank Do you. Do tell. <laughs> uh, yes, well, hi, I'm really pleased to be here. Um, I'm working across all of Greater Manchester, but uh, with all of the FE colleges, but Oldham have been kind enough to host me. And you said Oldham are the best. Oh, well, that's why. Well, that's why I'm here, of course. This is where we start, isn't well, it? seriously, I mean, we've, we've had this discussion time and time again with different people about, you know, the fact that sometimes Oldham gets a bit of a bad crit, a bad yeah. press, as you might say, 
But how you've got you're the expert in the field here, Carl. <laughs> I'm looking round, whisper it in my ear. How does Oldham stack up against the rest of these FE um, establishments? Oh well, I'm working with all of the colleges, and and I have been blown away by how fantastic they've been and working together in partnership um, I'm I'm officially working for an organisation called GM Colleges which is a partnership of the colleges and they're all great but what has been good uh, working with Oldham and I've worked with Oldham College in the past is you know they've been so responsive in this project that we're launching. Now tell us a little bit about that project because this is something really which you perhaps wouldn't ordinarily see where these hallowed institutions called universities and others actually deign to sort of look down on the college <laughs> oh, sector. Come on now, you, you are, put, put me right. You are very naughty, you are very naughty no not at all and actually my, my home is officially with Manchester Met University so I'm working on a project called um, the Centre for Digital Innovation and that is a government funded project, it's part of what um, is called an Innovation Accelerator Programme and these are big multi-million pound programmes across the country but Manchester is a lead centre for these Innovation Accelerators and the Centre for Digital Innovation is an in Innovation Accelerator Programme that is about um, the new R&D and research and innovation around new technologies such as uh, artificial intelligence, augmented reality, um, industrial digitalisation, 3D printing, all of these things that are used in, in big business or in research. How do we get that out to businesses in places like Oldham, Rochdale, Bury? And so we're looking at how the colleges can be the places where businesses come together uh, with that research yeah, and creating these hubs there. So, and, sorry. Just, so, so we're having a series of roadshow events. Uh, we have some great talks um, and some sharing of some of the R&D and we're hosting them in the colleges and Oldham's going to be the first. Wow, first. That's, we like to hear the word first. Uh, there's two Fs we like. First and free. That's good. Um, so this event, World Skills Finals, Coral, must be music to your ears. Yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, it's all the projects I'm involved with are all about uh, building skills for the future of industry. Um, but this world skills about really showing the best of skills and linking with employers who are going to take on these young people. Um, I mean, it's, it's just fantastic to be part of that and really inspirational. Wow, it's, it's mind-boggling. It really is. <laughs> Fascinating to talk to. Thank you for explaining that. I'm so pleased that we're just yet again a hub for all this innovation and, and research and development and uh, absolutely and if any of your um, if any of your listeners, listeners the words you're looking for. they're yeah. the ones yeah if they're in businesses who are interested in knowing more about yeah. how they I think what we want to get across is that it's not just the big businesses how you can use different technologies to just improve your reduce your costs, improve your productivity, make things a bit more efficient. And what we're looking at is not just, um, oh, you know, cutting your jobs, but really if you can move some of those maybe more boring jobs that are in your business to, say, artificial intelligence, those staff can be doing more productive things and more valuable things for the business as well and how you, we can all work together in upskilling people, not just 
well, we have know, a, laying we, people off. We have a lot of SMEs that listen to the programme on Fantastic. Thursday morning. So how can they find out more? Where, where's the best port of call? So the event, ticketing for the event is on uh, Eventbrite. Okay. Um, it will be, I don't know if it's up on the college website yet, but it will be there. But it is at CDI Roadshow Oldham. I'm sure if you, if you search it, for it'll that, be it'll be there. Or get in touch with, get in put, touch with anybody at the college. I'm sure they'll put you in the right direction. And it's 6th of December in the morning at the college. Hey, I'll find it. Coral, <laughs> lovely to chat, thank you. And you, thanks for your time. Anne Gornall is one of the governors here at Oldham College. Um, and um, I suppose rather like all your colleagues here today and from all different departments, from staff and students and employers, this is an exciting day for you. How long have you been involved, first of all, in the governorship of, okay. of the college? Uh, that's nine years. Wow. Nine years, and I'm currently vice chair okay. and uh, chair of curriculum and quality. And of course, world skills it's is really, really vital <laughs> to um, upping the quality and, and, and really looking for excellence across yeah. the board. So, um, and, and I'm a fan of world skills before I was a, a governor here because when I was at the skills funding agency. I had a lot to do with, with world skills then, so I followed it all the way through. So I'm delighted you're here. I hadn't realised yeah. it had been going for so long. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Goodness yeah, yeah. me, it's, it's surprising. Yeah. Um, I mean, the college, uh, as part of the yeah. sort of the bigger education um, perimeter, if you like, in, in Oldham, yeah. has, has really sort of come up to the fore, hasn't it, in recent I'm years? So what's, 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 well, that well it, it, it has. I mean, it's not just a lick of paint and a few new corridors yeah. and a bit of carpet. But I mean, the whole ethos of back in my day, when dare I say it was Oldham Tech, um, has changed beyond imagination. What makes a college successful, and would you say, not just with the yeah. world skills, but generally for, for the students to, to, okay. to consider an option? Well, I think, I think the option is to a wide range of students, actually, a wide range of potential students. And, um, and, and actually, I've just been with a group of students to see what their impression is. There were there were ten students, and they were, what their impression was on on careers advice, on induction, on what's the food like, on what, what's the what's the behaviour pattern like, you know, and they're really forthcoming. And one of the great things about Oldham College is when we do um, student surveys, they feel safe. In generally, they feel safe. Now, this is a very multicultural college. I want to say there are 60 plus different languages spoken here. So achieving that is pretty good. And that is a basis for learning. And further educate, I'm a believer in further education, not just colleges, but the broader vocational education. I came through that route myself. And um, it really gives another option, as, as you say, another, another chance in some, in some circumstances, uh, another direction that suits some people more than others and um, and you know the buildings you've mentioned we've striven to really up the the environment the physical environment but what goes on inside the buildings is very very important and world skills 
I mean, you know, you've seen the polytunnels, or you will see the polytunnels. Yes. It's a polytunnel, it's, yes. but it's got great stuff but, going but on inside but, it. But, but there are landscape horticulturalists and, and all sorts of wonderful. all these Can't talented, wait to see it. Yeah. talented young people, yeah. and yeah. in the electrical, and yeah. in the plumbing, yeah. and this yeah. kind of thing that's going on in the yeah. college today, yeah. um, and and this week. Um, I mean, you've had your open day or days very, very, very recently. Mm-hmm. What's the sort of the the from a from an outsider coming in, you know, particularly from obviously from from secondary school, um, I think kind of the the students now from sort of key stage three and four, if I've got my key stages right, um, their expectations are quite high, aren't yes. they? Yes, and so they should be. And there is competition, so not be. just in the town, but students are prepared to travel a little bit as well. Absolutely, aren't they? absolutely. So, Holden needs to and does strive to offer the right the right environment and the right solution for a whole variety of students um, in terms of flexibility and being able to identify and differentiate what different students need. So there's a journey that they go on that the staff here and the management have put in place. Obviously the open days is, is, is one of the um, one of the beginnings of that journey and we get more and more to open days and um, than we ever did including lots of parents and carers which is great because they are influencers and from there there's good advice and guidance uh, there's good induction there is um, a scheme in the summer to uh, to really spend more time with those who have struggled at school perhaps the attendance wasn't as good as it should have been or you know, they've, they've missed out for some other reason, um, non-judgmental. But Oldham College puts a, puts a programme in place to ease them into college life and make it make it more of a chance that they're going to succeed. And I guess above maybe all else, or certainly high up there on the agenda from your point of view as the Governor and your colleagues, um, and certainly from what I remember in my time in school governance some, some years ago now, um, the Ofsted as the regulator oh, well, and the overseer, the yes, great yes, all, yes. all uh, pervading Ofsted, um, give this establishment a, a real nice tick pat on the back, don't they? We've got um, we've got a good assessment currently. Um, we are striving to get a very good assessment to always improve on that assessment, and um, you know we're working towards that, yeah. uh, working assiduously towards that. Um, but importantly, Ofsted represent what the quality of the teaching and learning is for the students. And if we get that right, you get Ofsted right. That comes first. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Obviously. And it's lovely to talk to you. Thank Good. you for your insight into that. Wonderful. Okay. I'll let, let you have your lunch Pleasure now. You for, sorry, I hijacked you. Thank you. <laughs>